Hello, my name is Abhisht. There is a saying, don't let pain define you, let it refine you. In our society, there is a myth that cancer is equal to death, or cancer survivor cannot lead a normal life. Some of, this, some of the time, these issues give us the hit where we never envisioned off. Now, in order to help patients fight and survive this disease, more attention and awareness are needed. Today, I'm the host for Cancer Healing Journey. This is a unique show. We bring together some heroes and some warriors for you. Warriors who fought their battles and now who have become an inspiration to our people to fight their battles. They are actually our inspiration. I'm proud and really happy to bring you such hero and such warrior. We have heard many stories about people being a cancer survivor, from Manisha Koirola to Sonali Bendre and even Yuvraj Singh. And also, these people have become affected by cancer. While many of them lose the battle against the cancer, there and a few who tell the tale, and one among them is a voluntary cancer coach herself. She has de dedicated her life to cancer patients. She is inspired by Yuvraj Singh, who has emerged as a fearless, compassionate, and grateful person. She has counseled more than 4,000 patients and caregivers. Please welcome Urvi Sandes. Welcome to my show, Urvi Sandes. Hello, yeah, thank you. Can you please tell me about your journey? How, what was the first time when you heard that you had cancer and what was the first, what was the thing that inspired that you had first cancer and what was the first impression? So, like, this happened in 2015. Before that, like, my life was an ideal life, you can say. Uh, every woman would like to have it, a perfect family, a uh, very nice, successful job, with, uh, which I looked back and smiled at. And all of a sudden, I got this news. I had just gone for a routine checkup, where I came to know that I was having stage 2 of breast cancer. So, you would be surprised to know that I, it just took one minute for me to uh, think that I, I, I want to just fight it out. I have to fight it out because I have a beautiful family. So, and I was all alone when I got this news. Uh, so, like, yeah, it was all the more uh, shocking. But uh, I pulled all my inner strength to think and just decide that, yes, I have to fight it out. And uh, then, came, then came the things like uh, the medical things, like to decide about the treatments and all. So the first thing which we did as a family was to lock our emotions. It wasn't decided as such, it went unsaid. Like we want to get out of it very rationally. We can address the emotions later. Right now it's time to just focus on the treatment. And it worked for me. It may not work for everyone, but it worked for me. So emotions took the back seat and treatment started. So this is how the thing initially started, yeah. So uh, when were you diagnosed and at what age? I was 42. This was in 2015. So what stage were you diagnosed with? It was stage 2A. 
so how many cycles of chemotherapy or how many cycles of radiotherapy were you know what were the surgeries that how many cycles did you have in a one time go i had six cycles of chemotherapy and uh, my surgery was like complete uh, mastectomy plus reconstruction so my breast was reconstructed from the fat taken from my own body so radiation therapy was not uh, possible it is not possible to give radiotherapy on a reconstructed breast yeah. so this is me, this was very rare at that point in time to get uh, yeah so tell me your treatment process what all process happened and how long did it take it went on for 7 months uh, this was surgery plus uh, chemotherapy and my surgery was quite a complicated thing at that point in time because uh, reconstruction was not that very uh, popular at that time uh, it took 9 uh, hours to get the uh, removal as well as uh, the reconstruction done so you can say it was surgical strikes uh, at two sides at one point in time and uh, it took 7 months yeah and during the, those days what i did was like i I tried to pursue my hobbies which was long forgotten i tried to uh, tick my bucket list like which were the things which i could do sitting at home uh, you know which i couldn't do earlier because of the lack of time or uh, uh, you know as such we we couldn't do we can't do uh, plenty of things otherwise but during such such days you have time to uh, think and do things if you take it that way so i pursued my hobbies like i wanted to learn singing so i did that i followed cricket mm-hmm. uh, i did so many things which i wanted to do yeah mm-hmm. so what are the healing process apart from your usual signs that you took and what are they healing signs you say yes i didn't get your question so what is the healing process apart from the usual signs you took and what are they okay okay so one of them was music therapy mm-hmm. i think um, i think music is a type of meditation mm-hmm. and it heals you it soothes you it mm-hmm. actually takes you away from the pain so that was one thing mm-hmm. even today when i am not uh, very happy or not in a in the best of mood mm-hmm. i just try to sing two three songs and i'm, I'm out of it so that this is one of the healing uh, thing which i firmly believe in so that was one thing the other thing was yoga which i follow till today so uh, during those days it is not possible to do everything but you can do some breathing exercises and the third third and most important thing is uh, love and warmth of the family it heals you yeah so what are the major problems that you had to deal during the de- treatment yeah so do you, uh, after the surgery uh, i had this um, tramp flap surgery that is they take the fat out of um, abdominal uh, muscles and those stitches were not getting healed and i had to deal with it uh, very painfully i i should say so that was the painful time and then during the chemotherapy four cycles went off very well 
the fifth one was very painful i got ulcers in my stomach and uh, i was to admitted in the emergency ward all of sudden i got some cramps in the stomach and i was so unwell mm-hmm. but i came out of it the very next day and sun actually shined very perfectly the next day i was so happy to come back home yeah these were the two challenges which were really difficult and the second one was like i felt like i was not going to survive but uh, i again i had to draw my inner strength and say that yes i have to survive so uh, were there any uh, programs or services provided to you that would help the treatment process which kind of services like any kind of a programs that they were offered and that you would take that as a treatment process no i did not have any that that kind of a program at that point in time no okay so uh, did you face any obstacles during your treatment process if so how did you overcome such kind of an obstacle obstacles were uh, such like as i told you there are so many side effects of chemotherapy and uh, all those things but there are ways and means to handle all these uh, obstacles like uh, Uh, after the chemotherapy for 3 4 to 4 days are very uneasy and very difficult to handle so during those times i i used to take extra precautions and um, you know there are people in our society who would like to come and see you uh, during uh, the illness so i used to prefer some uh, good friends to come over during those times so we can just chit chat and the time could be you know gone pass nicely so these were the small tactics i used to uh, clear that bad time okay so how did you manage and maintain the same joy to make your kids comfortable and happy yeah so after the after i was done with um, the treatment i had promised myself that i'll be healthier than ever before so i tried to maintain my diet earlier i also i was very uh, health conscious but then i took uh, more care to be healthier like uh, nutrition wise uh, workout wise uh, not taking stress over small things these were the things which i handled and i think i am a better person now so how did you overcome your fear from all those treatments fear yeah and they, see there are two types of fear in cancer cancer or any um, life threatening disease one is physical that you have to go through physical pain that you can handle i guess what helped me was i always used to think that this is a phase this is a phase if you look at your life as a book then this journey is not more than a paragraph so just hold on chill chill it's just for a while if you are getting injected and you know that it's going to be painful like just kept on saying my myself that it's a matter of 2 minutes 3 minutes 4 minutes so this helped me getting out of my physical pain but mental pain yeah mentally you need to uh, gather the inner strength and have that faith in yourself 
and look around what good you have in your life this helps so what was your first reaction when you saw your reports and they were showing that you have cancer what was your first so, reaction and how were you feeling that and along with whom have you occupied with actually uh, i didn't see the report i got to know it's a, a, a story like i was getting uh, the usc done sonography and i could see the sonologist measuring something on the screen so i immediately thought that there is something in my breast that she is me- measuring otherwise you cannot measure a normal tissue right you would not measure a normal tissue so i asked her that uh, what is it and she did not have a heart to tell me that it's cancer Uh, so she said that he just call a family member member and i'll tell you tell them i said there's no one at my house right now she said call your neighbor relative anyone so i got i got it that there is something serious in my body so i asked her that is it cancer and she was taken aback she said she didn't, again she did not have a heart to say yes so she she said you need to see a cancer surgeon so i just closed my eyes and after a minute i said is there one in your hospital i would like to see that person right now so this was my first reaction so how has your life changed as a result of a cancer experience yeah my life has changed completely i would say earlier i was so i wouldn't say self centered but my life was uh, revolving around my family now all the cancer patients and their caregivers are my family like my life is come as i told you my life is dedicated to uh, cancer cancer patients so like till even today during the quarantine time also like uh, half of my days a day go, goes in counseling patients uh, organizing webinars and all those things so i have become very compassionate feel fearless and uh, i empathize with uh, each and every person that is what i feel so what would be your message who are fighting such kind of a cancer see uh, what i feel is uh, people say, use this word cancer survivor you have mm-hmm. to survive cancer but i would say you should not just survive cancer you live through it those 7 months 8 months 10 months whatever your journey is you try to live those moments you should not just feel that i am a patient and don't don't sit in the corner do whatever makes you happy during those days also and this self this shall definitely pass Uh, i have also seen that you have been inspired by yuvraj singh even yuvraj singh was a cancer survivor patient as well so he had survived and also what made you choose him as a role model because there were there are manisha koirala as well there is sonali bendre but why yuvraj singh th- at that present or what made you to choose him as a role model because uh, actually what happened i i am a cricket buff So, and during those times uh, the world cup was going on and uh, once during my low moment i saw him uh, hitting a six 
till that then that time i didn't have any role model but when i saw him hitting a six i thought salute man if he can hit a six i can definitely make it to live you know so that was the point i thought that yeah he actually inspired me uh well uh, you you have also looked after around 4000 patients and caregivers so what do you feel that how can they improve and what is the main satisfaction that you get from them and what is the main thing that how many ever people have survived so what do you say for survivors and how many people have been survived in your uh, uh, place and in your ngo whatever you have started it ma'am so what do you think that how fear they are fear and compassionate they are to bring out their own fear facts to you and how do you solve uh, that particular thing to them see why i started this was uh, when i used to visit uh, hospitals during my treatment i used to see so many patients who were not privileged like me in terms of finance in terms of inner strength in terms of uh, the love from the family care from the relatives so i thought let me do my bit to help uh, these people not help actually emotionally empower this pe- these people so uh, i started counseling them and them on one and one on one level then one fine day I, these caregivers the family members who are equally yeah something went with, wrong with you i i can't hear you i can't hear you i'm audible now i can't hear you can you hear me yeah now it's okay yeah yes ma'am yes so uh, yeah now 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 i can now i can mm-hmm. so uh, yeah then the fam- family members uh, no one used to answer their questions and they were very stressed so i started sessions in the hospitals to counsel the caregivers group counseling sessions mm-hmm. and that that helped them a lot that helped the caregivers as well as the patients to come out of it then i started organizing events to uh, on on how to bounce back from cancer after you are done with the cancer how to b- bounce back to a normal life so there there are plenty of other modules which uh, we do and uh, through webinars right now through webinars and online sessions but otherwise uh, we used to do in like physical ones yeah so once yeah. uh, so people think that cancer is one of the deadliest disease which is you know which is coming up in the rise in the recent years where people think that they don't get uh, you know the awareness and people don't think that they can survive such kind of uh, survive such kind of cancer as well or uh, maybe it could it was not Uh, reached by many households so what do you suggest those kind of people and how do you give some awareness that maybe they can you know how do you give that positivity to them that saying that yes uh, they need strength they need courage you know they need uh, hopes that they can survive because people think that they don't get survival chances as well because when you think around the cancer they don't get any survival chances and they have that uh, 
inner motivation that no i they feel all they have that negativity but seeing your uh, story it's really a mesmerizing story and very inspirational story which can be taken forward and you know that people can also understand such kind of message given by you because even they can also be inspired more on your uh, uh, on your hardship and your struggles so what do you give such people a message to them that what kind of things they need to go on so on that particular message if you can give that it would be very helpful for our viewers who watch this video and they could be a role model which they can be inspired by you see there are three four things because of which people think cancer is equal to death mm-hmm. three is not equal to death right mm-hmm. because we see that in the movies in the story books they show that the end of a cancer uh, patient is death mm-hmm. this is what gives uh, one kind of a message to the society that cancer is equal to death but it is not so people like us should come forward and say that see we have survived so can you life is always greater than cancer one need to understand that that life is greater than cancer so uh, ma'am one more thing i just wanted to ask you that there have been many survival chances and survival rates have been diagnosed but it's a very less time that uh, people are looking forward yeah. into you know such kind of struggles where you no know, they need some strength on in them and they need that purity in them and they need that assurity saying that yes or or maybe their partner would never be assured or not would never tell anything to them such as such they have cancer or they have any such kind of a cancer it could be a blood cancer or it could be a lung cancer or it could be any such cancer so what are the measures and what are the hardships that they need to surrender or maybe that would be their strength uh, to overcome and serve other people and what do you have such kind of a message to people who can be more inspired see whosoever have survived they should actually come out and say that we have survived look at us and that will change the view of the society that cancer is not curable can there are certain cancers which are not curable but these days see earlier it was like 8 out of 10 would uh, not survive these days 8 survive out of 10 you know so it's just the reverse scenario but the message is not gone to the society properly so i would request all who have survived that come out and say with immense pride that we have survived cancer i have seen so many people who have survived cancer but they don't want to come out and tell the people they want to hide this actually they are not doing good to the society if you say that i have survived cancer that will give a strength to the people who are fighting right so and the society may change there is there is a myth which we need to change uh ma'am i'm really happy that you have been you know serving the people and serving women as well or women and men so i feel that you are having such kind of initiative that yes you have done this you have fought your battle so i want others also to fight the same way what what i have fought in my life so i don't want the pain or what others have gone through so i want them to be in a positive manner and uh, i want them to fight their battle against you know what have affected by cancer so you have been uh, counseling people as well and you are giving you know you are uh, taking uh, your care care your care givers as well so i'm very happy to uh, understand about your uh, inspiration to others and i feel that maybe this could be the uh, end line to 
finish this all positivity and to remove the negativity from us and maybe once people are willing to interested to take such kind of in a inspiration from you or maybe who can give you a call and give some in a inspirational talks to them where they don't get demoralized or demotivated maybe you would be one such inspire one such person who can inspire others or it could be others maybe it could be thousands of people who can be inspired by you so i wish you all the success in the coming days and i wish you a very good health and uh, thank you so much for uh, talking to uh, you know talking to us it's been pleasure to having you on thank our you. show i'm very happy to welcome you on the show ma'am thank you so much thank you for talking to thank you so much for this thank journey you. for having you was just you know speaking up your wonderful journey to us i'm very happy to that ma'am thank thank you so much thank you so much thank you yeah thank you ma'am bye bye okay bye bye